Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. Sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. Fantastic sports entertainment podcast. We are going to deal with the bloodline last as we talk SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown. One thing that's crazy, I watched the two-hour episode. I want to know. We just watched it together the second time I watched it. You know what was not on that episode at all? Mm, no. What was not on that episode, Kevin? Women's wrestling. What? There was not. Not a single match. Women were featured heavily in the night, and there yes. was great wrestling in the night. On a, a rare occasion, though, mm-hmm. Bianca and... Becky didn't didn't wrestle. They talked at each other. Uh huh. They did great. We'll get that in a minute. Carmel and Liv. You set up that feud. Mm-hmm. They never touched each other. Um, Naomi's whole thing that she's doing mm-hmm. with Sonya again was, was so you had them featured. Uh huh. But the stories you were telling were in the tag team division, the Bloodline division, and Seth and yeah, and also knocking on boogs and all that. Okay, so let's get which is I don't like that because like I said I've always and it's kind of strange when you have. Like you had an all women's pay per view this weekend in NWA, you would think that maybe you would feature. Yeah. Women, women, you did get women's wrestling on Raw, but this particular episode they went a different direction, which was. Did odd you to really me. get women's wrestling? You got on a shoot Raw? fight. Yeah. We'll get to that on on on, on a Raw episode. Uh, check that out because we have a diff- different angles on that to look at. Okay, so since we're doing the Bloodline last, and we'll do let's talk Seth and Edge first. Mm-hmm. Cesaro heads to the ring post uh, post. Pretty quickly after the Boogs match, um, uh, they they do an interview with Seth, and he continues to say that I've learned from Edge. If this was the bad moment, then my comeback is mm-hmm. going to be. And then he goes into a match, and uh, it gets kind of as I'm a fan of this guy's work on Twitter. Let me see if I can find his name real quick. At Five Deuce. For Trey Seven, did I follow that guy? Mm-hmm. He cracks me up. If I can, if I have to work and I don't get to watch the episode live, I read his stuff over the course of the night, uh-huh, so and then you're... I kind of have a, a ballpark of what's going on. Plus, that dude just cracks me up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He also interesting cat. You'll you'll get it if you decide to to follow him. You'll get it and you'll understand, or you won't and you'll. You'll dip out on it. But either way, I recommend it. But he, he brought up the single white female feel that Seth has. Oh, yeah. Here. It's copying. That movie's crazy, mm-hmm. if you remember that. And yeah. you know, the woman becomes obsessed with her roommate, and that turns into her trying to look like her and Come get her boyfriend on. and yes. everything, right? Um, or Speaking of Mickey James. Mickey James, who headed up the NWA women's all-women's pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. She, she also had a bit of a single white female feel in her... Tristratus obsessions. Although I don't know that she did she copy the move set. I don't know if she completely copied the move set, but it, it there was a lot of Michael Cole with the great call. This match is great. Oh, it is spectacular. It's great. There's no ending in it. Well, there is a DQ loss for uh-huh. Seth, but that wasn't the point. Cesaro was fantastic. He is yep. Seth and Cesaro work better together than maybe. Any two people. <laughs> Man, they are so smooth. They know where each other's going to be in the ring. They, yeah. they don't have to... There's not a lot of wasted time. Wasted, Get let's get on the same page. They're just there. Seth's a bit cat-like anyway in his ability to land things. Yeah. Cesaro throws him at such a level. Like, his. It's he just always lands. 
on his feet. Like and, when he launched him, like when he threw him over the rope. Yeah. Doo -doo -doo. Yeah. Seth landed it and then decided to fall. Yes. Which is the most safe way to do anything, right? Mm -hmm. Um. They they set up everything. They know each other's moves. They work for each other. There was a really cool segment in the middle there where he tried to get him in in the swing and Seth turned it into oh, a roll up. Yeah, I did that a little. That comes out and he gets him back in the swing. Uh huh. Which leads to like twenty swings. The uh, Bret Hart sharpshooter move. Yeah. Which of course crawls to the rope, but during the course of the match, Seth tends to swing the momentum with edge moves. Yes. He did the edgematic. He did the, the impaler. Uh, the impaler DDT. He um he didn't get a spear, but other than that, he had he he had, did the the edge movements several times. The way he pulled his hair back. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Did the crowd? I'm crazy. Edge. Then after the after the the DQ, as Cesaro goes going to run around and elbow him over the barricade, which he had done earlier in the match. Seth hits him with a chair, and then Seth rolls him in the ring. He breaks a piece off of the chair like Edge had done to Roman and to the Usos. He puts that in Cesaro's mouth, mouth pulled, calling back to the time that Cesaro knocked his own teeth out Yes, in a match. I don't know if you ever saw the uh, – I can't remember if it was Roman and you mean, Seth. You mean Cesaro got his teeth knocked out in a match? He did it to himself, though. Yeah. He overjumped a, a buckle bomb yeah. and landed and hit his – Mouth on the oh. piece on the ring post. Yeah, screw, screwed up several of his teeth. On one of those ride-alongs, I believe it was, mm -hmm. it was either Seth and Dean or Seth and uh, Roman that were doing the ride. It might have been all three of them. And they, he, Seth was like, dude, when his teeth, when he knocked his teeth out, I think he got stronger. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you remember he had to wear braces uh -huh. for like years. years. Okay, um... But that being said, post that he uh, hits a stomp, and and then he looks to the back and says something to the effect of "Where are you? Edge? Where are you? Yeah, like you knew he was. He needed Seth Edge to come out. Yeah, to validate to, him to, to to acknowledge what he's done here, because this is who Edge would have been in yeah. his day, and that's not enough. So he's going to do the concerto. So he gets a chair, puts it underneath. Cesaro's head, and that's when you think you know me. Mm -hmm. And boom, Edge hits the ring. Seth, the smile over Seth's face, face appears, mm -hmm. and he backs out through the crowd, um, away from Edge. But he knows, okay, I've got you on the hook. You got me, and you had every right to walk away, so I had to pull you back in. Mm -hmm. But now you're back in with me again, and, and and now we're justifying my obsession, right? Yes, and. You're it, my obsession. Yes. Thank you so much. And then um, Edge backstage winds up. He 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 needs to put a stop to this immediately. He said, mm -hmm. "This is exactly what I would have done." So mm -hmm. so Seth being like this is where I is is where I would have gone. But I can't let this drag on because too many people are going to get hurt. Yes. So now probably Beth Phoenix. Right. <laughs> That's later. The, the Beth Phoenix, Becky, Seth, yes. that's coming someday. Beth's in too good a shape for us to not get that at some point. Heard she's cleared to wrestle again. At some point, whenever Becky's out of the title picture, mm -hmm. three matches from now, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll be, uh, that's where you go with this, right? Yes. Because um, at that point, anyway, anyway, move on. Fantasy book. 
Fantasy booking, correct. So we get the garden, and, and what one one undercurrent of this show is by God, the, the garden's going to be sold out. They're next pushing week. it, buddy. They're pushing it. I don't know if they need to sell tickets, but next week is to be a main event. Hopefully, they'll pull show. a raw and like tear the whole script up and cancel all the matches that they've set up. Hopefully not, because we're getting Edge Rollins two. Yes, um, fantastic. I'm down. Okay, then we move on to the other little undercurrents. We had Boogs. Dolph tries to hit on Tony Storm backstage, which is probably uh, art imitating life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. And so she's Tony Storm says, "I'm actually for Boogs," which we all are. And he admitted yeah. that you know I think we're all rooting for Boogs a little bit yes. here. But well, how could how could Dolph not root for Boogs? I mean, yes, he's a metalhead. Yeah. So Boogs plays in Knock, which is awesome because it's Boogs' match. Boogs' entrance. Right. Boogs' entrance is him playing guitar for Nakamura to come out. Fantastic. Boogs squashes Dolph. Lit him. Wow. Yeah, didn't see I did see not that. see that coming. Didn't see it coming. Uh, I assume this gets us a program with both, mm-hmm. again, wrestling each other. I assume that there will be a longer match down the road, but we I are announcing Boogs' ability to wrestle with authority. Yeah, and Calling him freakishly strong and everything like that. And Pump handle, slam. Yeah. Almost better than road dogs. The Boogs Cruise is what they're calling that. Boogs Cruise. Yes. 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 Okay, so you're fired up about Boogs. Ooh, yeah. Okay, good deal. Good deal. So back into these women division uh, spots. Becky comes out. The first segment of the show, Becky comes out post the Usos match with the Street Profits. And she explains how none of this is her fault and how you know this woe is me isms over what happened to Bianca mm-hmm. is Bianca being childish or whatever. She should have been ready for me. Which nobody which oddly when she's talking I'm like I've never heard Bianca say anything bad. Mm-mm. Which was obviously the setup, right? Mm-hmm. Because Bianca comes out and then lays it out and she goes, "Look, I hey, you got me. Cool. But I'm going to own that you got me mm-hmm. and I'm going to get you. Let's bring mm-hmm. And I like the way that she, Bianca is a face in a way that we haven't necessarily seen faces because she takes a lot of modern concepts of women mm-hmm. of the whole, why would, why do you need to, to put a, as this women's movement, not in wrestling in, in mm-hmm. the world in general, uh, empowerment thing that goes across the land. You have many women going, why we keep putting each other down to... Why do you got to tear each other down to build yourself up? Right. And she goes into that mm-hmm. in the concept. And also the whole uh, a modern concept of everyone, which is when you... Of everyone that is like, I consider good people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you make a mistake, own it. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, hey, I'll live in the fact that you got me. Cool. But mm-hmm. we're going to do this again. And then she reminds her of why she's the S, the S, the S. I did love Becky's mm-hmm. Esther. Mm-hmm twist on it why don't you do like Roman if Roman you know Roman is the measuring stick Uh which is a neat little acknowledgement of that also the undercurrent of someday we get some form of friction between Becky Seth and Roman yes a little undercurrent I don't give a yeah I don't give a crap what Roman does right and she but if Roman's the measuring stick he's willing to put his title on the line tonight Mm -hmm. why don't you do the same and Becky who has had the crowd kind of not knowing what to do when she's talking in both these promos because she's a heel, but she's not. 
Yeah. Because we love her. Yeah. This is where we lean into why you shouldn't love her anymore. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -mm. And she walks away. And then she runs into Sonya and Pierce backstage. And they say, hey, they're like, hey, you're right. You don't need, we don't need to have that. Sorry, that was a uh, uh, earthquake. John Cena fell over. John Cena fell over. Um, No reason for you to wrestle her tonight. First of all, if you're really running a show, Mm -hmm. an unannounced world title match between your two most popular female stars is probably dumb. Yeah. Second of all, we're going to play this out. We're going to do this at Madison Square Garden. Well, they're only doing the contract signing. Oh, contract signing, yes. Contract signing at the Garden and then... Extreme rules. Extreme rules is when we get this match. I thought it was well done. I thought it was well done. I thought Bianca is, is starting to pivot her character that didn't need pivoting, but you take your baby face hero and you have them struggle and then the mm-hmm. in theory the when they are again all of this as bad as it was the minute she was pinned in 27 seconds maybe you can't get everybody back on board with that decision but if the payoff is Bianca beats Becky twice then stands there alone as the most important woman in the company, then you can go, okay, well, at least I kind of understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that, if the, if the payoff is Becky stands alone at the end of this, it's really hard to justify it all. Oh yeah. Because oh, yeah. then they should have had a longer match for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, to me, what has to happen next, like if you're booking justified, Becky has to use every trick in the book. This thing has to go into deep waters, mm-hmm. and, the, and the better, more seasoned, stronger, younger athlete wins the match. Yes. And you realize, well, the only way she got her is she caught her slipping. Uh-huh. What you can't have is any form of, or what you, dude, you, I guess you could book Bianca to pick her up and throw her down one time. Mm-hmm. The same way. Put her hand out and boom. You know what yeah. I mean? But I don't think that's what they're going to do That's not going to do it. No. Okay, moving on. Carmella, for your viewing pleasure moment, lives in the background. That's the feud we're going into. I like both these girls. Mm-hmm. The I wish it wasn't something this petty and stupid, but I'll take anything, I guess. <laughs> well, let's get them in the ring. Yeah. Let's get it, because Liv has shown that she has improved. And Carmella, I can't tell you how far she's come. Oh, so yeah, so far. But Both these girls were in the same time period in NXT were valets mm-hmm. and they are fantastic workers yeah that's crazy and I, I would get i would think i, I know that Mello was like a laker girl right mm-hmm. i don't know that she was i thought she was a laker girl something, something along those lines. and i think Liv was some form of a cheerleader type too so it's kind of neat to see that evolution mm-hmm. take place and for them to become that good the naomi sonya thing i find very interesting because it feels so much like we're pushing towards her being in the bloodline. I hope so. That's the only thing I can see out of this that I really enjoy, would hope for. She really played up, I'm sweet Naomi, as she walked up and said, hey, Sonya, respecting mm-hmm. the authority. Even in the babyface genre of Naomi, she would have probably caught a little attitude right there mm-hmm. if we weren't playing up how sweet she is. Mm-hmm. Which tells me there's got to be a swerve. Got to be a swerve. I hope she comes out and jumps somebody. Right. With Or... The music changes. 
She comes out with the Usos gear. Mm-hmm. Different, you know. I don't know if she can be a baby face with the, like maybe the glow entrance has got to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Probably. Probably a good time to change that up a little bit. I think this is going to be really great for her career. Yeah. And to have her, dude, if I'm looking at Bianca and I'm thinking, who does she wrestle to really have a banger mm-hmm. that's not a full horsewoman? Naomi's the one that needs to be a heel mm-hmm. because they're similar in. Well, no, actually, Naomi's Can an I athlete in a completely something? different way. Yeah, please. Naomi uses the glow. Who is another evil character who mastered the glow? Show enough. To learn. Thank you so much. Thank you. She came out. The last dragon. In the show enough. Oh. Oh, she came out with the same sunglasses. And sunglasses. The red. Converse. Kiss my Converse. Kiss the Converse. The Hakama pants. The, the the red top. Man, come on now. Come on now. Bianca and the Bruce Lee. Oh. 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 I'm down for this. Dude. I'm down for this. The Last Dragon. Watch it. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Look, all due respect to the Bible. Mm-hmm. The greatest story ever told. Greatest story ever told, the man. story. Bruce Lee in the last round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Who's, Apollonia. Who's the mass? Uh, that's actually not Apollonia. It's not Apollonia? It's, uh, what's the other one? The other ex-prince girlfriend. You sure it's not Apollonia? I know it's not Apollonia. It's, uh, it's Vanity. Wow. Vanity. Okay, here's a trick, though. One reason you could have gotten that confused. Vanity was supposed to, was... The group that sings back up in Purple Rain for Apollonia was Vanity's group. Yes. And she yes. left she left that group and then I forget what Apollonia's real name is. She's it's Italian something. But um dude, the wife, by the way, in Godfather, Al Pacino's wife was named Apollonia, the one that gets blown up in the car. Mm-hmm. It all comes full circle. Full circle. Because great movies. Every time I think I'm out, it said they pull me back, back in. in. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, Bloodline. Here we go. Start out the show. Usos hit the ring. They talk about being the one. They put their finger in the air. I thought that was dope. Yeah. Out come the Street Profits. You know who else was smart about that? The Lone Rangers. Right. You can't pluralize Lone Rangers, and you can't have a two-man to one. Actually, it's three-man to one. Three-man to one. Because we're the one. You are. Seems like there's three of you. Right, but they're a family, so they move as one. They're a unit of one. There's two of them out there and one in the back. Family. <laughs> Just saying. Where's Brendan Fraser, one Steve Buscemi, and Adam Sandler when you need them? <laughs> what was the name of that group? The Lone Rangers. <laughs> that's that's right. what Joe Montana was making fun of. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You can't pluralize that. Wait, remember, wasn't... wasn't uh, No idea what you're saying to me right now. The Lone Wolves. The Lone Wolves? Wasn't that freaking Corbin's little crew there that they fired him? Uh, I, no, that was the Order of the Lone Wolf or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He got him with something stupid like that. Because uh, he knew the same thing. You can't pluralize the Lone Wolves. Speaking of which... Okay, we skipped over that. Let, let, I don't know how. Corbin won the money... He brings his Bentley. He comes to the ring. Uh, Rolls Royce, thank you. Yes. I'm sorry, Rolls Royce. I apologize. 
Hits the ring. Kevin Owens show. They go back and forth. He's happy Baron Corbin happy now. Happy Corbin. One of the Paul brothers. Logan, maybe. Don't know. Comes out, and I will say there's a heel turn for the Paul brothers. I kind of liked it. Kevin Owens and him get to push him back and forth. Well, there you go. those guys got more heat than anybody. Like, Dude. It, Austin Idol is sitting there going, that's how you make heat right that's there. That's how you get heat. All you have to do is like, dog cuss you. God awful stuff. Right? Yes. And so as soon as Kevin's going to drop Paul with a punch, Corbin, Corbin hits him with a microphone. Yeah. They cackle and move off. I don't hate this at all. No, they're hateable. Right. You want to see him get beat up. That's the point. And happy Corbin makes me just so happy. Oh, dude, I love him. Yeah, I don't care if it's a if it's a Cameron Grimes rip off. They're 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 different enough that I don't have to no worry about it. Okay, back to the bloodline. Street Profits run all of that talk down, and we get this uh, match, and it's a, a match you don't particularly like the style where you have to beat the champ to wrestle the champ again. Oh, it's stupid. Well, it, it also, though, get, means you don't have to worry about what you're booking for the next four matches. Yeah. Because the two same two guys are going to wrestle again? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I sure do love that. <laughs> okay, so. If I could beat the champ, shouldn't I be the champ? Ah, you have to beat the champ to get the right to beat the champ. That's what. And then they get a rematch. Yeah, that kid, dude. We're not we're not having to actually discuss the title picture again in our in our meetings for like six months. Yeah, yeah. Wait till they start playing uh, bowling together. Oh God, or mini golf. Eating uh, chicken wings, turkey legs, turkey legs. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Okay, so we wind up with. What is a great matchup. The Usos won't get out of the ring. They won't follow the directions after things get to where they may lose. Jay, after saving Jimmy on the Montel jump out of the ceiling, frog splash, throws Montel into one ring post, into another ring post. Referee's had enough. He throws the match out. Montez? Montez, I'm sorry. Montel, I always do that. Montel, Vontavious Porter. Is on yeah. the show, or maybe that wasn't there a TV show? Montel Williams, dude, he would cry every now and then. He really, would cry. It would get me in the heart, heartstring guy, Man. right in the heart. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, it's, I feel the same way about Montez. Uh huh. He he, he gets makes me, me cry a little. It gets me in the heart too when he buys twelve rolls of toilet, toilet paper, paper. <laughs> and one Snickers in the commercial. Okay, back to the match, and we get this fantastic matchup where these two and we know these matches are going to be good no matter whether we get tired of seeing the same matchup the the actual wrestling is going to be great every time we get that and then we get the dq and then we get them beating up dawkins and then we have montez jumping out of the roof again on top of them onto the floor they flip it end up walking out on the leaving the usos laying right and so at this go point, get my cousins. they're going exactly. They're going to get their match for the titles. Go get my cousins is what he tells Paul. When Paul walks out, he runs into Kayla, and he tells Kayla she needs to stop bothering him because she needs to enjoy the moment. At which mm-hmm. point, the moment becomes Brock's phone number. On Paul's phone, as Brock has called, and he tries to ignore the first call. Second call, he takes. Brock says to tell Roman. We find out later. Mm-hmm. Brock gives Paul a message, which he seems upset about. 
Kayla says, hey, you know, I really am enjoying the moment, Paul. Uh-huh. He, Paul turns, and this is a really bad series of events for Paul. The Paul's whole having thing. a bad day. He turns, hits the janitor, who's actually Big E, <laughs> laughing at him. <laughs> it was fantastic. Like, the first however long of the show was really fun TV. I, it, I just want Big E to never cash in, just so I can see him standing around laughing with that thing in his hand all the it's time. It's really great. It's great for me. Yeah. So, as we cut back to Rome, later in the show, we cut back to the locker room, and Roman is explaining the details as to what we're going to do the next, at the at the main event of the evening. Stay on the same page is the kind of thing we walk in on. Mm-hmm. Paul comes in, sir, we have a problem. You're, you're tribal chief. Mm-hmm. We have a problem. He takes a knee as he's speaking to Roman, which mm-hmm. is just Paul is so freaking good in committed. this in this committed uh, peon role he's playing, and we don't have a problem. You got a problem? Well, it's a Brock Lesnar problem. Well, I don't have a problem. I'm about to smash Finn Balor. Right? Nah, it's a Brock Lesnar problem. I ain't got a problem. I'm, I'm gonna smash him too. Right? He'll be at the Garden. Yeah. Sir. How do you know this? Well, he called me first time in a year. Then he says, he lets it slip that he's probably in Saskatchewan watching on TV. Well, how do you know he's in Saskatchewan if you're not in contact with him? Well, maybe he's in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't know where he is, how do you know he's not here? And so, again, what you pointed out last week is that nobody, like Paul, is either too much in the know or not enough in the know. There's no good. There's no There's win. nothing he can do to win. He's always going to be that guy ducking punches. Yeah. He's been beaten down mentally because he's all he's doing is worshiping his... He's the ghoul uh-huh. for the vamp. He's Renfield. Right, right. Okay, so again, this goes great. As we get to the main event of the evening, Finn says, Hey, five years ago, I was the universal champion. I was injured. Mm-hmm. People ask me all the time, what would have happened if... Tonight, I answer those questions. Gets to the ring. We're ready for this epic main event. And the Usos take the life out of the building as they do mm. a fantastic job of beating Finn down. And I loved it because when I was watching it with you, you were like, we're not going to get a real... What a surprise. We're not going to get a real match. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that because I knew how good this match was going to wind up being. Yeah. And I like the fact that they took the air out of the building and then Finn brought the air back into the building well and it gave it made him look good without putting him over the, in the wind right because he he guts out the early part of dealing with the fact that his ribs are hurt and then he gets you know he the classic way to do this is he has a moment of success the injury stops it another mm-hmm. moment of success the injury stops it but then all of a sudden there's a point where he's like you know what I this is my chance mm-hmm. I have to ignore the pain and I, I don't think that's really how injuries work. Yeah. But in a few moments in history, you do mm-hmm. have times where Isaiah Thomas battles the Lakers. Yeah. On one leg. Kerry Strug hits the the you know perfect ten with a broken ankle just about. Right. In the uh, Olympics. Kurt Gibson can't walk. He manages to hit a home run to win a baseball game. Kurt freaking Angle wins a gold medal with a with broken, broken neck. freaking neck. Thank you. Okay, so it is possible, you know, these these superhuman feats we do do. Well, a, a bus driver flips over a bus because mm-hmm. she's excited, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever Braun Strowman did last week. <laughs> right. Oh, he's going to have a match against EC3 on some pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Good for him. 
Uh, Son of mass transits. I heard what he's going to do because nice. he could drive a bus in there. Yes. So yeah. good. All right. So anyway, back to the match. It's fantastic. As as Finn is, is killing it in the ring. And Roman is so much better than he gets credit for in the ring. And we are starting to realize that. Oh, dude, he's spectacular. He's he, he Him and... When Finn went over the top rope, like you said, what a great job by Roman. Roman took a stride forward. Never lifted his hands to catch him. No, but got in the perfect position. Put him almost in like a curl-like position, but not quite... Mm-hmm in the hook where I'm going to catch you move and then just falls with him to give him a cut to like you said mm-hmm. like he's laying on a couch boom hits the ground back into the ring back and forth back and forth he hits the coup de gras this is how every Finn Balor match ends mm-hmm. except for Roman and the kick out when Finn covers he's straddling uh-huh. the left arm Roman in the kickoff hits the old tool shed mm-hmm um, Finn, with his testiculars and his jugular, now rolls over. He's been weakened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> elbow, 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 forearm, elbow, elbow to the head. Uh-huh. Chokehold. And still, we walk in the light. Uh, there's just a flicker uh-huh. of the lights going red. And at first you think, oh, that's the beast. Brock's here. But it's or not. or I thought it could or be that's Edge. Edge's brood. brood. He's doing the brood thing again. But said we got a heartbeat. Dun, dun. So we think. Fiend. I mean, uh, it could demon. be Brock. It could be the brood. Yeah. But it could also mean that whenever this is over with Brock Lesnar, we finally get the demon back. Yeah. And he goes for Roman. Mm-hmm. To right the wrongs of the injury, to right the wrongs of being pushed to the point where he went back down to NXT, to right the wrongs of, of John Cena getting his spot. All those things, right? And it's perfect if they bring that character back. For one, it's perfect for them because they've lost their supernatural mm-hmm. being as they've let Bray go. Yeah. Two, they haven't really utilized. No. Not in years now. No. And that is a... If you go main event, Roman Reigns versus The Fiend in a stadium. Oh, dude. And you give us The Fiend entrance in a stadium. I mean, you mean The Demon. The Demon entrance, I'm sorry. In a stadium. <laughs> that's 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 big time. What a great night of wrestling. Like big time Becky Lynch? A little less than that. A little less. But big time and all the same. It's so crazy to me that... They're such a big deal in pro wrestling right now, and Finn basically saved her career at, back over there. She like wrestled in his company when mm-hmm. she had nothing to do, and he believed in her when nobody would. And yeah. here we are, and it matters. It does because you know, there. Becky has something you can't teach. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, and Finn is, has in a totally different way has something you can't you can't be dude the guy just is a fantastic pro wrestler uh-huh. when you ring the bell it's crazy and it allows him it, it makes for him being cool because you know yeah everything he says matters because when he yeah. gets in the ring he's the best he's the best yeah right it doesn't matter the, to me i like the demon thing better because he's not great on the stick it's a little bit more mm-hmm. don't worry i'll take you in deep waters i'll beat you mm-hmm. which there's only so many ways to say that right Rock and roller thing's dope. 
But, you know, they don't want to go too far into Bullet Club and all mm-hmm. that. So, although <laughs> I say that, but they did go pretty far into it with our boy Anderson and them. Anyway, loved it. Great mm-hmm. night. Oh, great night. Great show. For my man Justin, for me, KP, Go Home Heat Production, Copyright 2021. Check out our friends at the Game Project. Check out the Daily Smart app. app. Daily Ooh. Smart app. It gives you all your wrestling content in one area. It also puts out our podcast. Go home.